0: Start the start, 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 start the show. <laughs>
1: Up everybody! Welcome to another episode of Lem. Me no, I'm your host Angel Lem. Today I'm sitting with Robert Moreno. He's the creator of Rob's Woodworking. Rob is a very hardworking man. Um, to me, he's a very inspiring guy. His motto is hustle, hustle hard, and hustle harder. You know, you never done hustling. Right when you think you're like you've done your the most work, there's always a little bit more you could do. So. That's his model of life. Rob was put in a in a difficult place. You know, he got injured while well, I think shopping and changed his life for the better. Now he creates pieces of art with his hands, makes tables, backdrops, he caters events. So if you're looking for like the rustic theme, you know, I think we we'll find your man. So, or any decoration, you know, if you're trying to use nature, wood, Rob is a man for you. And like I mentioned, Rob is a very, hard-working guy he's so hardworking that he got his his um his merch his t-shirts and hats and all his clothing into borders at um at arcadia you know that's in santa anita mall so if you're located near santa anita Make sure you go check out Borders and go w- grab one of his hats or one of his shirts. But you could also go to his website and, and buy them there. You could email him at robswoodworking Woodworking79 at yahoo.com. Tell him you want a shirt, you want a hat. Like I said, he's a very inspirational guy. You know, I don't know, he got me out of my ass, and I'm working that much harder. So right now we have some uh, YouTube episode. We have one YouTube episode and that's pretty much of last year or two years ago, I believe. But, you know, I was sitting on my ass and I wasn't, you know, I kept saying that I wanted to go onto YouTube. I wanted to go onto YouTube and I wasn't doing shit. So I thought, you know what? Rob inspired me to put that episode on YouTube and you can look forward to the um, future solo bolos. I'm gonna put them on YouTube. Um, I'm a little hesitant to do that because it's not up to par where I want them. But I think the first step is to do it now and put my stuff out there. And then little by little, I'm sure it's going to improve. And I hope to bring more people into the podcast that can help me do that. You know, right now, I'm just I do everything on my own. the booking the interviews, the editing. But I would like to bring some more people into the team. I did say that on the solo bolo, I, I guess the New Year's episode and i'm still looking forward to it so um like i said but uh, you know it's not this episode is not for me it's to hear about rob and like i said i mean i, I really really like the model of hustle hustle hard and hustle harder because there's always a little bit more you could put you know like you know kobe Bryant just passed away and i'm sure his motto was you know there's somebody out there hustling they're putting in work And who are you to think that you're done? You know, putting in work because there's somebody out there that put in an extra hour, put in an extra 10 minutes, put in an extra five minutes, and that's gonna help them develop and be better than you. Like right when you thought you were done, there's somebody out there putting in the more, more, way more work than you. So, you know, that inspired me to think that way and hopefully it inspires you. You know, Rob's story is very, very cool. and. You know, a little tragic, but, you know, at the end of the day, it got him where he's at now. And in my eyes, he's successful. Maybe he's not at where he wants to be yet, but I'm sure he's going to get there in no time. So make sure to go show him some support. Like I said, you could follow him at Rob's Woodworking. That's on Instagram. And if you want to contact him, maybe you have a party, anything, you know, he's there for you. All right. So make sure to go check out his stuff and you know i'm not gonna delay you guys even more i'm not gonna talk about myself anymore so why don't we listen to the anyway, rob
2: sugar free with dj quick telling y'all if you stay ready you don't gotta get ready in the real way Every time you look at me sideways, I pay the West Side on Fridays to put y'all play haters y'all on highways. Don't trip on me, partner. No, uh-uh. I'm having visions of what I'm married with. Age. Try, like, you can't dictate mine What I look like to you, baby Besides the feeling is fine All natural, like old brand Engineered like no other Fly for life, still a mannequin when it comes to my mother Capricorn, baby, and I'm stubborn Just like you So why don't you do me a favor And tell that lie to that fool Don't get me twisted, baby I love you too But when I rent that card No come what love don't do, baby My money's on the clock Right around the block You see me stay big now My music's all I got So I'ma stay ready So I'm gotta get ready Cause I rose like King Tut And resurrected like I'm a deity you get a red? You got some money? I said, yeah, and since with it? She said, what that mean? I looked at her there between her eyes and said, you ain't gonna get it. Wait, now be still for me. Why not just make you a dependent? And you wear them converse down to say and get my skrilly for me. The life and times in the city is G. The left the all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. 5, 8, 36, 36, a.k.a. Yum, yum. Full time hustler, a player's trick. But I brainwashed myself f- to believing that the f- was mine. And now she tripping. all you want do She locking up on the because you know that's all you. I love her to death, that's what she use against you now, cause I'ma regroup from whoop whoop and change my game Sidetracked, by the way, baby don't try to limit me on how much love and sugar free should have a day you stay ready, same thing make you laugh or make you cry saying oh boy got some classic connection playing for real yeah, you feel me oh yeah yeah not distant kingpin west side best side that's right and god bless my backbones my homeboy boy like black time. bringing it through for the true every time i speak sprinkles the rest like folk. but they still coming weaker i'm gonna keep it simple so the tricks can comprehend you can never be me only see me with a well if yeah. they ain't right yet they can stay on the tree Cause I'm your friendly neighborhood Play a partner, sugar free. Lopper the hall off and spit these peas That'll break you to your knees she alive, still and I, kill for real From the hand Not plate. what they thought, baby We ain't coming to roll If she rope she gonna get a job Or break the law They say God bless the child God is on, it's so true We ain't get it like we got it depending on now, me. you Now I show you better than I can tell you So swell, no Put your clothes back on, baby I'm into breaking hearts, promises, and fingernails There was no out and I put that on the Holy Ghost and for more guys You broke my heart and I let you succeed Cause through a player that's an organ that you really don't need Lo and whole what good is having a heart if it can break and be rebroke. So if you stay ready, what you gonna have to get ready for? If you stay ready yeah. been can't been clear, a- I can't uh. care You ain't got to get ready uh. If you stay ready uh. I've been to jail on the phone, and <laughs> man
1: what's up everybody Uh, welcome back so today i'm sitting with rob moreno he's the owner of rob's woodwork i don't know where you're from i didn't ask you where you're from from el monte from el monte california so actually i found out about rob through tugs you know he he told me about him and i saw his stuff he told me a little bit about his story and Um, His story's similar to Gus, so you know, I'm very excited. I saw some of his work, so I know that you guys are gonna like it. I like it, so I'm hoping that maybe he could work on something for the show, maybe a giveaway. I don't know yeah we'll find out but you know before i start on my rants and i see all my questions like i like to ask every, um the first thing i like to ask is how your how's your day your day's going pretty good right now man. man i'm i'm getting tongue-tied for some reason man <laughs> like i i when i got you like when i brought you up the stairs and i went to go get water i, I got winded yeah so i'm like it just hit me like man i'm really out of shape <laughs>
3: it takes it takes some time to get get back to the way you are but yeah it's not not bad man
1: so like i said you're the owner of rob's woodwork so tell me a little bit about yourself first of all
3: so uh from el monte uh robert moreno um just turned 41 uh, a week ago actually and um congratulations thank you man uh just i mean i i literally got into woodworking uh by accident honestly that's how it all started it came as an accident um i like your voice (laughs) a lot of people say i have a nice voice yeah this might be my second you know next job right now with doing something like this Man, that'd be cool yeah um, I mean we can go back from when it first started I honestly I mean uh, my motto is hustle hustle hard and hustle harder a lot of people ask me what does that mean or you know where did you come out with that um, everybody hustles you know what I mean you're hustling you're doing it right now as as you know this side gig um, but do you hustle hard and if you are are you hustling harder that's that's my motto uh, that's what I live by. Um, Started, obviously, you know, when I was a kid, uh, living with my mom. My dad wasn't really around too much. And, um, you know, my mom would always uh, take us, you know, to yard sales or uh, swap meets, buy stuff, and then go back, you know, either on the weekend, sell it at another yard sale at our yard sale or go into another swap meet and sell it. You know, from the beginning, when I was about maybe six or seven, I learned how to hustle. That's really what my mom taught me. Uh, you know so i had that embedded in me to become a hustler and um it it grew from there i mean there was not never a day that i didn't have a dollar in my pocket to help me get what i needed
1: so like so but like how 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 do you hustle how do you feel you hustle like you put in the work right but like what what's like i hustle but like maybe the person right now listening there i hustle too but like what pushes it to like the hustle harder part
3: so Hustling is your second job. That's what you know, you have a everybody has a regular job. What else are you doing? So my my hustle is my, my hustle is gonna be my woodworking. I got into that. I started to do that Then as I did that I was like, how can I hustle harder? So I thought well, let me let me check something else. I started doing videos. So on my Instagram uh, Rob's woodworking I started put, posting more videos After I got into that, I started getting into something else. And I started looking, okay, well, what else can I do with with my stuff? I mean, I network. I started doing the firewood. And then, you know, the Rob's woodworking just blew into and it blossomed into what it is now, where it's a full-on, you know, I cater events with rustic wood decor. Um, I do lots of, uh, you know, custom woodworking for people. People ask me for flags, radar flags, dodger flags, any kind of team flags. Um, you know we just I just hooked up with uh, DJ Muggs of Cypress Hill and I did a soul assassin 's um, uh, pl- you know flag for him um, system of a down, the brother for system of a down I worked on something for him also you know t- uh, two nice huge Armenian flags. I try to put myself out there uh, so that I can uh, you know never close a door that 's always open to me
1: they look alike the the brother
3: he 's one of the most humblest people you ever meet he 's so down to earth he loves squirrels and he's gonna he's gonna hear this man but uh he's he's one of the best people to ever meet he will um you know sit down and talk with you doesn't matter who you are he's very 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 humble person
1: so like so like how did rob's woodwork end up happening like how did it even start
3: so it started um you know i work at whole foods and uh i was uh i had an interview for another job and i i was uh, at the mall uh, i believe it was the the galleria the glendale galleria I went into a store to buy a pair of socks and as i knelt down i heard a snap and a pop and i was like whoa that didn't feel too good so i uh i couldn't stand up and come to find out as i started to try to walk i couldn't walk i i buckled so my left knee popped i heard heard it sound like a rubber band it just snapped and popped um i made my way to my to my car and i came home and when i came home i looked at my at my knee I took my my pants off. I looked at my knee. My knee was the size of a football. That's how swollen it was. I was like, okay, something's going on. It's, you know, maybe I just, you know, sprained it. I don't know what to think. So I left it alone, put some ice on it, uh, went to sleep, got up the next day, uh, went to work. Within a half hour, uh, because I I was, at that time, I was a supervisor at Whole Foods in Glendale. Um, My knee swelled up again, and it locked, and I couldn't, I couldn't walk. So I told my manager, I was like, hey, you know what? There's no way I can be here. I, I can't even walk. So I went down to Urgent Care. Urgent Care sent me over to uh, the hospital. We did an MRI Noticed, and we found out that um, I had a second degree MCL tear in my my knee, which is the ligament that's on the inner part of your knee. So you have your ACL, which is in front of your knee, your uh, MCL, which is on the inner part, your LCL, which is on the left outer side, and then your PCL, which is in the back. So that inner one is what snapped, and it, it just literally tore. Um it tore because I come to find out I had a uh a meniscus issue, which is the cushion in between your knee mm-hmm. that was just obliterated uh, yeah. i didn 't have no meniscus in there, so
1: so like you were overworking it
3: um or... so kind of think of your meniscus as uh'm trying to think of what you can think of as it's a it 's a shock absorber oh, okay. in between your knee yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. was pretty much gone there there oh. is no there 's nothing in there so when I went to the doctor and they looked at it, they did the mRI they, they 're like well. We really can't repair your meniscus. We're going to have to shave most of that out. And we're going to definitely have to repair your MCL. So what happened was um, they did that. I was out for four months. And, eh, you know, out for four months, not doing anything in the house gets kind of boring. So, I mean, I played a little bit of video games, watched some, you know, TV movies. And the the main person of this Rob's Woodworking and how this started was my wife, uh, Belen. She's the one who really, um, you know, got the wheels going. She's the one who told me one day she saw me, you know, just laid up in the bed. And she's like, "Hey, why don't you, you know, why don't you do something? Why don't you, you know, you're not doing anything? Why don't you, you know, make something?" When she said make something, I just went on YouTube. I saw a guy making bottle cap openers out of wood, just basically pieces of wood. All he would do was just sand it, um, stain it, varnish it, and then put a bottle cap on it. I'll, I've always been the kind of person where I see something or somebody doing something. I can do the same thing but how can I make it better okay that's hustling now how am I gonna hustle that harder yeah, yeah, that's yeah. hustle harder okay okay so um I did that I went and bought a sander I bought some um, planks of wood and what I did was the first one I made was a um James Dean bottle cap opener Okay. so I went and got some stickers a nice James Dean sticker plastered that on there put the bottle cap and i started selling these things for 25 dollars. oh cool so in a week i made 100 bucks i was like hey wait a minute you know i'm at home chilling <laughs> i can make 100 bucks a week that's cool you know yeah yeah so the bottle cap openers opened up the door for me to do um keychain holders keychain holders turned into flags flags turned into me saving that money and seeing people um do centerpieces for weddings and birthday parties which is the piece of wood that they uh you know the a lot of people think the flowers or the yeah the flowers so that's the Mm centerpiece they're called wood cookies that i do so Mm -hmm. wood cookies are the piece that goes on the bottom of that centerpiece so um you know i was like hey wait a minute let me uh let me let me let me dabble into that let me let me check that out and see what's going on with that so i uh you know bought my first chainsaw and i started picking up wood on the street and I, I was driving. I was seeing people, these guys cutting trees, and they're just throwing the wood out. I'm like, why are they throwing the wood out? They either throw it away or they mulch it. So I'm like, well, let me let me see if I can do this. Let me, you know, I picked up the wood. I threw it in my uh, Honda Accord. For the first two years, I would use my uh, 2012 Honda Accord as my way to transport stuff. And I am not lying to you. I loaded the back seat and the trunk, and my my car was dropped yeah. with wood. There's a lot, and that's you know, but i'm hustling hard yeah yeah, yeah.
1: uh that they charge you for the wood As no equipment? it's
3: free because they're giving it away okay so and then we'll get into how i got into even getting more of that but that's um yeah they were, they were throwing it away there was on the street uh-huh. so i'm like oh let me let me pick up this wood i sort of learn how wood works because not every wood's the same it's all differently yeah yeah um you know so i uh uh picked that up i got my my chainsaw i started cutting slices as I cut the slices, I started to figure out how some of this wood works. So, you can't just cut a slice of wood and then give it to somebody. No, yeah. You have to let it dry. Cuz if it as it starts to dry, it's it'll, it's called checking when you cut that wood, you're cross-cutting it. And when you cross-cut it from the pit in the middle of that piece of wood, it's going to split all the way out and it gives you that Pac-Man look. So, that's the reason why, you know, when I get wood, a lot of the wood it's it's, it's hardwood. And and so for it to dry, well, how do you dry it? So there's a couple of ways to let it dry. You either let it sit and let it you know dry on its own, which I don't have the time for that to happen because a lot of my customers, they want their, um you know, the wood cookies because their weddings are coming up. So I'm trying to pick up wood now that I won't use for three to four months from now. So as that time comes, now it's starting to dry. There are some people that I've had uh, for the time that I've been doing this, which we're going on. I started this in 2016. So what are we, four years now? There was only two people that wanted me to um you know uh, do their stuff uh, at an accelerated rate uh, so one thing that you have to use is called pentacryl pentacryl is a wood stabilizer you when you cut this um, wood cookie you put it in that um stabilizer juice and what it does is it um sucks up all the water that's in the wood and it slows down the process of it drying whilst it slows down the process of it drying it keeps it from cracking and breaking so that's one way to do that. But that is a six month process Dang. and yeah, it's a very yeah. expensive process. One gallon of that runs about seventy five to eighty dollars.
1: And how much, how much do you use per like slab of wood? Or for depends it depends on
3: how thick the wood is and it depends on how many um, cookies they want. Okay. So this guy that I uh, uh, that I did it for uh, his wedding was in Utah. One of the nicest weddings I've, I've done so far. And I have all these pictures. It's awesome. But um, I had to, you know, uh, cure the wood, uh, get it over to him uh then we had to also sand it and varnish it so another process of that um and it uh you know it it went down to all the way to utah so for him to use it um i I forgot the question you asked me right now though
1: oh like how long how much does he how much do you use okay so
3: to to use it uh you i want to say you know maybe two cups would cover maybe one one cookie uh uh, and then it really depends on how thick and how uh, big the cookie is so let's just say the the cookie is 10 inches in diameter which is about the average size of a plate Uh and when i cut these things they're about uh an inch and a half thick uh so you're looking at about you know you know two-thirds of that juice that i'm using uh the good thing about that stuff is it soaks it up and then when you pick up that cookie that stuff drips out and you can reuse that once it's out of that juice, I'm letting it all that uh, rest of that juice fall out of it, and then I wrap it. Either wrap it in cardboard, two pieces of cardboard, or um, uh, uh, paper. Um, like mache or? No, not paper mache, but uh, paper bag. Okay. You know, so it you have to let it dry, uh-huh. uh, and you don't want to, you know, force dry. You have to let it dry on its own. So then that process takes about six months to fully cure. And you have to leave it in a cool, dark place, usually, uh, uh, you know, the garage. Uh-huh. Don't let no sunlight hit it. Um, don't, you have to let it stand. You can't stack them on each other because they no mold. So as long as you're letting them stand, stand up just like, you know, people stand it. And the air will go in and out, and it'll dry itself. Once it's done, um, you can do whatever you want with it. That literally becomes basically like a plate. And it's a wood cookie. You can do whatever you want. You want to sand it, varnish it, stain it, whatever you want to do. You're able to do whatever you want with it now.
1: So like, so I'm guessing that you do a, like all these things. So on top of like doing the woodwork, you also do catering or?
3: So the catering, I, uh, and I'm furnishing uh-huh. the, uh, the rustic decor for the events.
1: So you travel to like the, the wedding from Utah. You have to travel to Utah so to set they, up the event.
3: Well, they picked up all that stuff. I didn't go to that one. I'll go to anything within Southern California. I haven't gone the, the furthest I've gone right now. So far, what I want to say would be, uh, um, Santa Clarita where i went to drop off uh, a uh, arch a wedding arch that's so a, it is that's a it's a drive but you know what it's um like i like i like i said before i don't close any door that's been open to me mm-hmm. i i will not close it the door. there are people that just don't want to make that drive they'll yeah. make they'll make their customers come to them i don't do that you tell me where you're at i'm gonna be there
1: oh wow that's good you know yeah man like but that's a lot like so like a piece like that, the arch, is it like a rental? Do it's you, a rental. So yeah. So you there were, stay, You have to. You have to stay in San Clear until the event ended. No, so? I just I, I'll drop it off the day before, uh-huh. and then
3: oh. I'll um I'll pick it up uh the day after. In fact, it's uh, I have uh, a backdrop that I made. That one is gonna go to um, I think that's gonna go to Huntington Park tomorrow, and then I'm gonna pick it up on Sunday. So I'll just drop it off, pick it up. You know, it's it's a one day rental. I mean, I do I have a, a wedding arch that I rent. I have a backdrop. I have these wine barrels that I totally restored, uh, uh, a dessert ladder, you know, and I'm always constantly working on other things. I just got some uh, uh, wooden crates that I also um, varnished, stained, and burned, and then I rent. I, so, I just rent like a whole package kind of a thing. It's the rustic decor right now, the, the rustic waiting stuff is very, very popular. There's a lot of people that like that look, and they want that barnyard look for their events, and that's where I came in.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, okay, this is like a side thought for me. Like my girlfriend she's all into what you're talking about she likes like and we were been talking about a wedding like so we want to get married and that like you're just tripping me out i'm just thinking about man am i gonna get married soon like i had you on now because i'm gonna get married soon so i could have i don't know just have Rob's
3: woodworking furniture event, bro. There you yeah. go. <laughs>
1: like for some reason, like that that thought just came to my mind. Like this is tripping me out. Like you'd,
3: you'd be surprised as to how many people love this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. You know, um I want to say ninety to ninety five percent of my clientele are women. So I put myself in that mind thought, in that mindset. I think like that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when the guy comes over, uh, usually it's because, you know, the wife or the fiance sent him over to just pay. They don't yeah. really don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of weird. It's like I'll have these conversations with with the with the, you know, the wife or the or the fiance, And they're like, uh-huh. how do you know all this stuff? And it's like, well, I, I put myself into that yeah. mode. I learn I learn what it is that you want, what you like, uh-huh. you know, what you're looking for, um, because I think the the one thing that uh, i've noticed uh over the years you know i was born in 79 so i'm definitely old school i was raised you know from the 80s and 90s -hmm. this new generation has definitely disassociated themselves with personalizing with people and talking with people Mm -hmm. you know everything now is about let me send you a text or let me dm you or let me put everything that i have on social media as opposed to let me talk to you yeah you know uh i'll take the time to still do that yeah, yeah. you know and i think there are people out there that are going to appreciate that oh, yeah they want they want that connection yeah. you know
1: i think i think honestly i think that's why like podcast is like kind of important or so popular because of that because you're getting the interaction between two people and i guess not a lot of people do that anymore right. because everything's through like your phone yeah that they like hearing that because i guess they don't have it in their lives i'm just assuming at this point but i would
3: i I would hope that you know um as people listen to these podcasts and people like yourself continue mm -hmm. to do these and people such as myself will you know join in to do these things Mm -hmm. and the person out there listening takes the time to understand that you know what we're doing for them yeah. you know we're definitely connecting with you on a on a, on a different level on i i hope to say like a much more personal level
1: and, and you learned how to do this in four years and less than four years i taught myself
3: <laughs> i literally taught myself yeah. i'm not lying to you i i watch videos on on youtube uh YouTube's probably you know my best you know my my third best friend <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah I, I learned everything on youtube i taught myself i i have no schooling in mm-hmm. carpentry i have no education or background in woodworking mm-hmm. Um, I'm a self-taught uh, woodworker yeah that's, you know?
1: that's pretty cool it is like I mean that's how I started doing the podcast like through YouTube and like making a lot of mistakes so like like how long how long um, did, did it take for you to be at like at a I guess a level that you're satisfied because you're a hustler you know yeah. you said you're a hustler and uh, you're not gonna put a product that doesn't reflect you and
3: you know what? Uh, it, it's funny you say that because uh, when you say you're not going to put a product that doesn't reflect you, I, I'm i a very picky person with everything and anything that I do. Um, so before I send out anything to somebody that they purchased from me, whether it's a wood cookie, whether it's a flag or any, you know, a table, you know, uh, a wooden table whatnot, it has to surpass my expectation because I can't give somebody something that i'm not happy with and i can't tell you how many times that uh any of my customers have seen anything that i've done for them and they're happy with and they're like you know what you've definitely you know put that love and that extra effort into it uh and it's very important that you know i i do that it's not just for myself but it's for them you know i uh, a lot of my business is based on word of mouth you know people are going to talk to other people like hey how did he help you what did he do for you was he able to You know work with you price wise was he able to take care of you in the customer service satisfaction area you know what i mean there's so many different avenues that you can go with that and um it's it really boils down to you know not just your product but how are you going to serve that person you know you have to connect with that person yeah it's all about that it's that connection
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so when it came down to like the tools you use like for me something that i'm like i've tried chopping down like wood like with the chainsaw but i mean for me it's pretty hard i know you got muscle, so that's like a factor to it. you gotta be kind of strong uh-huh. but like how long did it take for you to like actually ha- be able to handle the so the first chainsaw that i
3: bought was a steel ms 170 it ran me about 250 dollars um it's a 16 inch bar and i'm not gonna lie to you i the first time i used it and i believe i still have this video and i think it is on my instagram um i was scared to death because uh, I've heard of so many horror stories of somebody, you know, using a chainsaw and cutting their you know, their jaw off or their leg or whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot more scary than, than a gun. You know, I shot a gun in, uh, at, at the police station out in Alhambra uh, when I was going through a mentoring program. Uh, and I shot, you know, a gun and that's that's pretty scary, you know, to have that power in there. But with the chainsaw, it's, it's the sound that it's making, the amount of power that you have in there. So i had to, you know again i had to teach myself i went on youtube and i watched videos constantly constantly starting to learn how to do this the one main thing you have to do when you're using that chainsaw is you don't stand in front of it while you're cutting you stand to the left of it so as it's cutting if something happens one of the main things that can happen is called a kickback a kickback is when you put the uh um the front of that chainsaw too close to the to the wood and it kicks it back to you when it kicks it back it can you know Hit you in the face or the shoulder, so you want it to hit away from your face. Mm-hmm. That's a kickback. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a pull-in where the chain will pull you in. You know, what? so you have to be very careful with, with doing these kind of things because it's it's definitely very very dangerous.
1: Has that has any of that ever happened to you? So I had a
3: kickback happen mm-hmm. to me. Uh, fortunately, it wasn't uh, a serious kickback. Mm-hmm. It was uh, I was able to. So when that happens, you have a, a break on it. It's right in front of your wrist, and you just push it forward. It'll lock the chain so i also had a uh pull-in that happened that happened with the newest chainsaw that i just bought um that one wasn't as scary because what it did it just pulled the chain the chainsaw into the wood now the only thing that can happen with that is if you let go so um you do have to be somewhat strong to you know work these kind of things depending on how big that chainsaw is uh, and uh the last thing that happened to me was unfortunately i've been very fortunate to not have any accidents this one happened as i guess i was just so busy doing what i was doing that i totally forgot what was going on and i forgot that i was running this chainsaw for about a half hour so it gets very hot it's basically like a a lawnmower in there is what it is it's a motor um i finished cutting some you know some wood for some firewood and i um just was holding it but i didn't know it was so close to my knee i started to feel like i started to feel some uh something stinging i'm like what the heck is going on? it took me i could maybe 10 to 12 seconds to wow. figure out that i was burning my knee Ooh. so i was like oh shit wait a minute what's going on i look and i have this huge welt on my knee mm-hmm. so as i pulled it off the skin came off i'm like oh Ooh. damn wait a minute what's going on it's a cool cool scar that i have now <laughs> honestly dude i love these war wounds that i have yeah yeah but is
1: that um, the same knee you had uh, yeah it's so crazy you- it's my
3: left knee yeah so that knee i mean that that's i guess that's my go-to lucky knee or something i mean i have uh you know scars here from my my knee surgery i have now i have a burn scar from the chainsaw uh my left knee is, seems to be the knee that likes to get damaged all the time
1: <laughs> <laughs> it just likes the pain it I likes guess. the pain yeah <laughs> so like but why would though because i'm sure you could have gone on youtube and researched something and it could have popped up glass yeah or metal but like why would
3: my dad was an iron welder you know uh he he would you know make all these things out of iron. He he did the uh, the fence, the iron fence uh, down the street from my uh, uh, from my house where I live. And um, I have it in my blood to work with tools. That's just embedded in me. Um, wood. I've always been the kind of person to be. I'm, I'm a nature person. I love you know outdoors stuff. I love connecting with with earth. Connecting with you know what's what's naturally there, not something artificial. Um, so. I guess I had to think of, you know, it, it, like I said, it came as an accident. It, it didn't, I didn't choose to be a woodworker. I didn't choose to do the things that I'm doing right now. Um, it came, it came to me. And as, I mean, I started with that bottle cap opener. When I started with that bottle cap opener and I got um, addicted to holding that chainsaw, working with that and feeling that power and being able to make something out of something that they cut down, you know so instead of giving that tree to the mulcher and then it just becomes mulch for you know something else i'm trying to give it a second life and that's where the wood came into into a factor I, one of my favorite books is the giving tree uh and in that if you've read that book um as a little boy as a as a little kid he he goes to this tree and the tree gives him apples uh and as the little boy gets older he's like hey i need money you know for a house so the you know the tree. Uh, cuts down he lets him cut down his limbs to make a house and he's like you know i i I wanted to go on a trip so he cuts down some more of his tree to make a boat it goes all the way down to the bottom of that tree where he's like i'm an old man now and i need i don't have nothing else no more. I i don't have a family i don't have anything he's like well you know what you could use me as a chair to sit down as a stump sit down on me and that's where that came into play it's just that's that became my thing it's like i didn't know i was gonna become a woodworker I never knew that, and it, it, it fell into place. Things fall into place. You never know how God's gonna work, and things are thrown at you, and. Look at where it where it ended up
1: yeah i have never read that book but you made it sound so cool you got to read it man the giving
3: Giving tree is one of my favorite books man it's an awesome awesome book
1: so like how hard is it to go to the park for you like and like look at a tree man i bet you this would make a great cookie or something
3: it you know what it's crazy because uh every tree is different you know you a lot of the trees here in in california they're going to be pines you know a lot of deodor pine cedar pine you know um, so is it hard for me to look at a tree and I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't go looking at a tree every day and be like driving down the street. Hey, I'm going to cut that damn tree down. You know, um, I get phone calls from a lot of these contractors that are cutting trees, you know, like, Hey, we got, we got this kind of wood right now. So I, now that I've learned how different trees are and the works, I'm, I'm able to be selective and pick what I want. You know, there's, there's ash, which the, when you cut that tree and in, the inside of that, um, uh tree it's basically the color of your palm you know it's a very clean looking tree then you have um theodore pine which has like a two-tone look it's a lighter on the outside and darker on the inside so many of my customers you know they want different types of wood what does this look like what how is that going to look like so i have to be able to give them a variety of different styles um so i just get the phone calls from people and be like hey we got this we got that I can pick and choose and go get what i need and what i want and i load up that truck bro i, I load it up and and it's, it's gone i'm taking it and i'm working on it
1: yeah so like right now that it was just christmas like do you ever do people ever offer you christmas trees <laughs> no
3: they don't offer me christmas trees um do you, do you it, think
1: that a christmas tree would be like a good something that you can make these coasters out of
3: you probably could it's not the best wood to use uh because it's a, it's a soft tree so it'll it'll crack pretty easily and then uh if you notice christmas trees unless you're getting like a 50 foot 60 foot tree that that whole you know um bark that that tree that goes up it gets very thin as it goes up to the top so the trees that i'm getting are anywhere depending on you know the size of the tree you know anywhere from three feet in diameter go and then as it as it goes up the top you know it gets a little bit smaller but you know it just really depends on uh, what that customer wants or what I'm looking for at the time
1: so like tell us so about some of the woods that you you use and like what usually like what do you do with them
3: all right so you know ash is one of the more common ones that I use a lot of uh, anything that I get has to have a bark on it so I try to steer away from a eucalyptus eucalyptus is a hard wood but it doesn't have no bark it's a it's like a bare tree there's no bark on it uh deodor pine is a very nice tree with some with some really nice tight bark on it and then you have cedar pine, which has a little bit more of kind of like a flakier bark on it. Uh, olive wood is, is really, really cool because it has this crazy design inside the wood where it has swirls. Different kinds of swirls kind of look like Saturn. Just different swirls all inside that wood. and has a very fragrant scent. Um, probably of all the woods that I've worked with, the nicest and the, the one wood that pretty much got me what I really needed out of it was black walnut. Um... Black walnut is probably the hardest wood that I've ever worked with uh, because it, it has a very minimal cracking rate on it. Uh, and uh, one of one of my uh, my managers that I work with at Whole Foods actually bought about uh, a 28 inch wood cookie that he turned into a table this is a guy that does nothing about woodworking doesn't know anything about it and i told him what to do and he turned it into a table and he uh you know everybody that goes to his house it's like damn that's awesome where did you get that how did you know how much did you pay for he's like no i made that you know and it's those little things that that make my woodworking you know uh make it so much more than just getting paid for my stuff it just means more to me you know what i mean
1: so basically like so I could buy a piece of wood for you and I would have but I could do all the work or like
3: well you can there's a couple of things I mean you can buy the slab for me uh-huh. and then I can tell you what to do with it and how to how to get it to the way you want it or I can do it for you yeah. you know there's it's just like anything you know you could do it yourself or I can help you with it you know I, I try to not minimize any of my skill to anybody else because if if I did it I you know uh, who else can't do it you know what I mean it's it's not about um, what you can't do it's what do you not know how to do and now can you learn that
1: that's actually pretty cool like to to have something that you could show off right. and tell people that you did it yourself yeah, exactly like that's that's i mean that's that's like a cool centerpiece you know it's, you could it's, like it table. is and
3: you know what it is it's it's that's the reason why i love going back to what you asked me about why wood, why wood working it's it's not something that uh You know, robots can take over yet. You know, and I hope they never do. Woodworking is a craft. Uh, It's 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 an art and it's uh, it's handcrafted uh, things that I can make for somebody. You know, a table, a chair. um, You know, that flag, whatever it is. It's just something that I'm able to you know connect with somebody, and then it it becomes a conversation piece. It's whatever you have, and somebody sees it like, where did that come from? How did you make that? You know, who made it for you or whatnot? It's it's awesome conversation
1: and like when it comes to the the piece itself like what you're gonna make into a table or a cookie like do you have any like specific things that you look for in order for it to be like okay this is like rob woodworking to prove
3: um the character of the wood uh so a lot of people ask me you know how you know how do you pick your your, your wood your trees or whatnot i have to really go back to that black walnut. it's probably one of the the nicest most beautifulest pieces that I've ever worked on um, I'm working on one right now for uh, for a client uh, for his wedding uh, and so uh, it's a two-sided piece one side it's uh, if you've been to a wedding and you know that when people go to the wedding the first thing they they see is that guest book that they sign right so there's pages and you sign hey congratulations you know on your wedding and whatnot so when, when I saw those I was like to do something like that with wood what can i do so i what i did with this piece is i chalked the inner side of it so the in part of it is all chalked and the outer layer i went and uh, varnished it and sanded it so it look it pops so now when people go to this uh, gentleman's wedding they're going to be signing that piece of wood with a you know with a, a chalk yeah, yeah. a chalk stick or whatnot and then he's going to bring it right back to me i'm going to seal it now that becomes an awesome awesome yeah. conversation piece now on the other side what i did was i sanded and varnished that whole side and when they're done with that one side of um of their side they'll just flip it around and they can put whatever they want on top of it as far as the presence and whatnot it just becomes a really nice um you know decorative piece um
1: i'd be scared though like some it, like erase i want to erase?
3: well after after that um, chalk dries it's it becomes like it's just you know like a it's it's just you know um, signature is just written on there huh. uh, once i varnish that off when i varnish it it's gonna you know, just stay there it'll, it'll never come off yeah, well it's, i'm
1: i i do not know i'm just a scary cat i guess yeah
3: well <laughs> <laughs> it, it's awesome man. i've seen it before i i have one on my uh on my instagram uh, of uh, a birthday party i did and uh you see the people coming in there and they're they're signing on it it's it's just really cool man it's just something different it's, yeah i've always liked to set myself apart be different yeah. i don't want to be like everybody else i want to try to do something different for somebody And then I love working with people and their ideas. I want them to tell me what is it that you know, what do you want? So we put our our thoughts together and then they may say I like I want something like this and then I'll bring something else out and be like, well, let's try to, you know, either do exactly what you want or maybe I can help you with something else and we can, you know, fuse it together, which is a lot of my stuff that I've done is uh, not because I wanted to do it or I knew how to do it It's because the customer told me, hey, can we do this? so a lot of those things a lot of those projects that you see on my page are um first-time projects that i've never done before and it, it, they were brought to my attention like i want you to do this and I'm like all right well let me try and i'll do
1: it that's cool so i mean with, with that piece for with the signatures you could always go to guzz and tell him like like um you know how he does engraving yeah into like maybe their picture or something
3: well um i, I this wedding that i'm going to be having in i believe in uh i'm not sure if it's in april i believe it is um they want those wood cookies uh, uh engraved with a uh, laser engraving so gus we're coming to you for that one <laughs> yeah
1: there you go see i'm making hooking people up there actually you, you probably already talked to him so <laughs> i'm just taking some credit you know so like w- which one which piece has been your favorite like i'm sure you mean for years you probably like you've done a lot
3: Yeah, you know what? I I have done a lot, and for years, my favorite, um, while I look in my Instagram on all these things that I've done, I'm probably going to say, I'll probably say the, uh, excuse me, the one I did for my mom and my aunt, which was uh, some redwood tables. Uh, I made a uh, redwood table for my mom, uh, and uh, it was um, one of the first pieces that I actually worked on it's uh redwood is um really really nice nice piece of wood
1: oh that's nice
3: uh what i did with that was uh you know i took the bark off because it's a it's a very soft fuzzy bark like it won't stay on there so i took it off sanded everything uh it has a very cool um fleshy colored tone on the outside and the inside it's is really dark amber red Uh, I made that as her little side table that she can, you know, put her stuff on when she's right there uh, in her room at her house. Uh, And then I made another one without the table, but more of like a like a nice cookie for my aunt. Uh Uh, And I and I gave that to her. Uh, The other piece, I think that was probably one of my other favorite ones that I've worked on was what I called the the mended heart. Uh, And it was a piece of oak that Mm -hmm. uh, was cracked in the middle. Yeah. And it's like a broken heart. But I mended it and I added the, the legs to it. And then I turned that into a table. That one went to a gentleman who bought it for his uh, brother for his housewarming uh, gift.
1: That's so nice. Yeah. It's very like so can you do that with any like can you make any wood like even if it's not the shape of a heart make it look like a heart?
3: Mm, I I probably could. Uh Uh, I try to um, just when I'm looking at this at these you know logs when they're cutting them and I'm looking at the shapes that, that they are because that's a lot of people ask me you know. You know uh how the wood works and how are you able to you know create different things you have to have imagination you have to be able to think of what you can make with it so when you're looking at a piece you know and and i like all the odds and ends looking ones i don't like all the perfect looking logs i try to go for something out there that somebody doesn't want or somebody is you know that that one uh you know um runt of the of the litter you know what i mean that's the stuff that i like to use that's the stuff i like to work with because that kind of reminds me of me it's like i'm that i'm i'm not like everybody and i don't want to be like everybody i want to be different so i want my work to be different i want that wood that i'm working with to be different you know what i
1: mean yeah that's i mean definitely man so out of that that one bark i'm guessing like one it's a bark right so
3: uh well not the bark it's it's a log yeah
1: Yeah. out of that log how many of those did you were able to get so
3: that one i got at a yard this was way before i started um you know, contracting and working with uh, the tree trimmers. This I, I found at a yard in in Pasadena, and uh, I was just looking around. and I started seeing different you know um, cookies and slabs, and I saw two of those. There was two just like that. They came from the same tree. And I was like, okay, well, let me get those. The guy sold to me. Uh, I think he's like ten bucks each, which is not bad. You know what I mean? I mean, I get this stuff free now, but I mean, this this guy was something like. oh all right, cool. Well, let me let me take it home. And and what I what I was doing at that time was I would just sit down have a beer and just look at the piece that I got and just I would look at it for you know hours literally sit there and look at it now what am I going to make with it what can I do with it that's how this started and um I just I looked at it and I and I saw the shape of the heart and then I saw the crack I'm like dude I bet you I can turn that into an awesome awesome table so I went and got the hairpin legs made because that's the one thing I, I haven't gotten into yet which is something i do want to get into later on is the the welding and the iron welding um and then i sanded it i had to take a lot of it was it was full of encrusted in dirt so i had to take all that stuff out sand it um you know varnish it uh, get it ready and then it just turned into that Awesome, beautiful piece of art that I just made out of it. You know what I mean?
1: It's a very nice. Right now, I'm kind of jealous, man. Like, I wish I would have met you then. I would (laughs) have bought it for me.
3: It's it's cool, man. I only had two, and I have yet to find any other pieces of wood that was that you know that are that that shape. I did have a smaller piece like that, Mm -hmm. but nothing like that though. That one I want to say was like two feet in diameter across. So it was really cool, man. It's a definitely awesome coffee table or whatnot.
1: Yeah, I mean um hopefully they went to happy home because i'm pretty jealous right now it is it's it's a nice piece man (laughs) it's a really cool spot yeah so like okay man we're talking about like you just mentioned right now you get your stuff for free but um like when it comes to the sizes and all that stuff like pricing wise like how do you determine how you're going to price something because obviously you want to get the work, you know, you put in the work, so you want to make sure you're being, you know, again, you're, char- you're charging you yeah. your, you're not for your time.
3: So I go, but um, de-
1: don't tell me prices. Just like, well, how do you determine?
3: I determine it. So if it really be- is based on, you know, what they're getting. So if they're going to go with wood cookies and they're going to put those, use them on their tables for their centerpieces, uh, the way I've always done my stuff is I base it on the diameter and how many they're going to get. So obviously it's just like anything and anybody out there if you know the more they get the the cheaper it is um, You know, and then if they want like bigger slabs for the cake, which I have another one I just got today that they hit me up for they wanted to do a uh, uh, um, You know a big slab for a cake um, Again, I based that on the diameter and and the size now it there are some times and instances when that wood will go up a Little bit more in price depending on the type of wood if you're looking at black walnut it's obviously a nicer piece of wood so yeah the price will go up a little bit i try to definitely keep my prices low um i uh i, I do shop around and see what else is out there and who's doing what and what they're pricing stuff at so i'm very aggressive with that uh, but i'm also a very uh fair and honest person with my uh clients and um i i know what it's like to not have something and build it from nothing so i take that into consideration when i do any kind of pricing for whatever it is that i'm doing
1: mm-hmm so okay so now you like you mentioned you worked for four years i'm sure you worked with like a lot of different artists musicians stuff like that but who has like brought the like the the piece that you're like man i'm very proud of the work that i did for this person
3: um i'm gonna have to leave this instagram open so i can start looking at all this stuff uh as far as the one thing that i'm probably most proud of that i've worked on um you know what the uh the backdrop that i did for my daughter for her quinceanera oh cool we just we just had my daughter's quinceanera uh-huh. uh i told uh i told uh my daughter natalie and i told my wife belen that uh you know, i was gonna make a, a backdrop for her um you know because it was all these things that i was doing and, and i told him michael hey you know what you want me to incorporate some of this kind of stuff that i do for the quinceanera and they're like yeah let's you know what can you do what you know we were thinking about doing the uh, the wood cookies but we ended up scratching that but then i did i did a a a backdrop which was about I want to say 8 feet tall and 6 feet wide varnished it sanded it stained it and everything got it all taken care of and we used it for uh, uh, as her uh, backdrop for her uh, where she sat down and it was right in the back I mean I can't tell you how many people that we had about maybe 220 people at that quinceanera and everybody that was definitely one of the centerpieces of that, that event people wanted to go down and take pictures with it and it really made me happy you know to see people enjoying my work and looking and seeing actually, you know, you know, what I can do, what my hands can do. You know what I mean? Um, I, I would say definitely right now that would be my my piece for that, sure.
1: That sounds really cool. Like, man, you, you come up with some great stuff. Yeah. Like that's a big piece too. It that, is, man. That it tree must have been huge.
3: Well, that that was done with just uh you know planks of wood. Oh. Okay. So I didn't I didn't use the tree for that. So the trees, you know the way they work, it's uh for the most for the majority of the part, the, the trees when I use the tree trunks. And i cut them up you know for the most part a lot of those are going to be centerpiece uh wood cookies for the centerpieces sometimes i turn those into cupcake stands sometimes i turn those into uh dessert candy stands um there's a lot of different things you could do with it uh but for the for the most part i would say 90 percent of the time when i get those that wood it's either going to be wood cookies or or firewood is what it what it's uh for. but then woodworking you know that other aspect of woodworking is just whatever i'm working with wood and i can turn it into
1: is there like How cold does it get in El Monte that you sell firewood? I mean,
3: Um, a lot of the people that are coming to me for firewood, bro, are from all over Southern California. I'm getting, I got people from Rancho Cucamonga. I got somebody from Chino that came down. I got somebody from Fontana, you know. And then I get these people that call me that like they don't want to drive, but they want me to drive it to them. So I had the lady in Fountain Valley, um, uh, another uh, a gentleman out in, uh, I believe it was in by Inglewood so uh-huh. I, they come from all over the place el monte doesn't really get too cold yeah uh so it's it's um it's really the people surrounding that area that are oh, hitting okay. me up different cities that are hitting me up for wood
1: yeah. yeah yeah i was like man like i know it was snowing a couple like a month ago i think but does it really is it that cold? it doesn't right get now?
3: that cold i mean it may be like around three four o'clock in the morning when it's you know it dropped down not too long ago a couple months it was you we were like like in the you know the uh um, the low 40s, and that was really cold when I was going to work because I, I start work at 6:30, um, so I have to be up at 5:30, and I'm in the I'm in the truck at five, five. in the morning, and it's freezing, man. Yeah. If I didn't have my, uh, you know, my truck has these heated seats, so if oh. I didn't have that in there, I'd be freezing yeah. in there. But it's but it's cool to you know, to, to see. It, it definitely gets cold, bro. I mean, there's times when it gets really cold.
1: So I mean, now I want to know about the cab- uh, collaboration with Jimmy um, Jimmy Franzo, right? He yeah. Like a com-
3: commercial for you. Yeah, you saw that. That was cool, man. That was that. That was awesome. Um, Jimmy comes into the store uh, at Whole Foods. Uh, another, you know, nice, nice, humble guy. Just, uh, I mean, his story. He had a heart transplant, you know, and uh, you know he has. He definitely has his, his story out there. And uh, I'm a, I'm a people person. I, I love to talk to people, regardless of who you are, what your background is, I will connect with you regardless on, on, you know, on any base. I'll connect with you. And um, I, they told me at work, they're like, you know who that is? I'm like, no, they're like, dude, that, that guy uh, does commercials and he's been on TVs and whatnot and just listened to his voice. So I heard his voice. I was like, wow, the guy has a really nice voice. And then I, he showed me a video that he did for a Dodge Ram truck. He was the, uh, the voice for that, uh, for that Ram truck. And then I come to find out that he's also the narrator for um a National Geographic T V show. I think it's called Below Zero, I believe it's called. So, um and I asked him, I was I wanted to do a uh commercial for Rob's woodworking so I could show people what I do and how this process of my woodworking started and what I you know, what I do with it. Um I came to him and I asked him I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, how much would it cost for you to uh um do a uh a voiceover for one of my videos he's like is it for you i'm like yeah it's for me it's for my my woodworking he looked at my page saw the stuff that i do he's like i won't charge you nothing man i'll do it for you i'm like are you serious I'm like because i'm not that kind of person i don't uh, i if somebody's doing something for me i want to you know um pay for or whatnot he's like don't worry about it i'll you know i'll take care of you uh he did the voiceover i had a buddy of mine uh kevin who did the uh, the video uh, he came over and he shot the video we did that video in i want to say in one day we did that video we shot the different shots and whatnot um that video was actually being shot at the time when my my aunt was uh very ill my aunt uh, mary she was very ill so i literally dedicated that that whole commercial to her when uh when she had you know she really recently passed away and i dedicated that video that we did to her uh, so it was a little hard to make that video at that time because we were going through a lot of you know tough stuff yeah i can imagine right but uh it was definitely also something that i was uh definitely to be proud of and when i saw the final cut of it and how it came out i, I can't tell you um how pleased i was with it as you notice in the uh um uh, the comments of what i put under the two people that obviously that i you know gave the thanks to was you know kevin for the video and uh jimmy for uh the voice and we put it together uh, and it came out awesome, man. Uh, I, I'm really proud of that one. That that was the first one that we did. Uh, I'm hoping that this year I'm going to be doing another one. Uh, and uh, I've talked to Jimmy uh, about it. Uh, he's definitely going to be the voice of, of the next one. But we're thinking about what we're going to do with it. So we're gonna definitely going to be incorporating a couple more of the things that I've been doing for uh, doing in the uh, past couple of months. And we're definitely going to be doing another one.
1: So th- this one, where can the people find
2: it?
3: uh so i don't have a website right now but everything is on my instagram robs woodworking if you go to instagram my my tags uh robs woodworking uh you can see all my i did a uh, uh, an ig channel uh, a tv channel now so i have a lot more of my my videos on there uh, where you can really see you know, a lot of the work i like to bring people into that of what i do um it, it, a lot of people will just see a picture but i really want somebody to see you know from beginning to end what i'm doing how i'm doing these things you know there's definitely a there's a new video that i put in there with uh um with me the loading all the wood and how i get all that wood into the truck how i get it out of the truck how i'm breaking it down for you know putting it getting it ready for firewood um you know i uh I love music so I incorporate a lot of music into my stuff yeah. you know rap music is one of my favorite I mean I grew up on it and I like that old school stuff you know mm-hmm. uh, we have another one uh, that I'm gonna be working with uh, a buddy uh, I just met him on Instagram but He's he's gotta be one of the top top producers out there his name West Coast Stone so uh, I hit him up and we're gonna uh, I'm gonna have him uh, work on a song for me it will be a rob's woodworking song basically a theme song it'll be my theme song for anything i'm doing you're gonna you're gonna hear that jam and i really (laughs) want all you guys to go out there and check him out west coast stone he's he's got some beats man he's worked with so many legends you know um he just started i think he's doing something with rakim uh he worked with cocaine sugar free all these guys man so uh i appreciate good music yeah and i appreciate people that um are in there doing stuff like that you know what i mean
1: yeah that's cool so do you think you're gonna do like a youtube maybe youtube account where you're like teaching people how
3: my wife (laughs) has talked to me about that she wanted uh she said i should become a youtuber and um you have the voice i I, I thought about it i'm not the kind of you mean uh maybe the voice and all that and i and i i you know that's cool i'm not the really kind of person that i'd really like to put um you know uh my face on I, i don't like don't that, show your face yeah probably just yeah show from probably the just, yeah, just the hands and all that right so it's it's something that um i've given some thought i haven't uh fully committed to it yet but i definitely if if i do decide to do that i would need the help of her and my and my kids yeah uh i mean my my two girls you know they they love um you know being on that social media and doing the uh the videos on my little one miriam is is always you know trying to videotape herself and doing TikTok and all that kind of so mm. i think they would probably be the best people for me to go to yeah, so that they can um help me with how that works because i really don't know too much about that hey. and then my wife watches a lot of the different youtubers on on uh on her phone so she's able to you know maybe i, I would just you know it's it's not something that i'm not gonna do mm-hmm. it's probably something i'm definitely gonna um probably get my feet wet in yeah, yeah and we'll we'll see how it goes if it's if it works out then yeah you know definitely
1: hey i'm sure people will enjoy i guess people i mean i know my girl does so people like doing like looking at things from start to yeah. finish you know like so i'm sure people might be interested in you well, pe- doing it
3: people are interested in other people's lives yeah i true. mean i mean that's what we're doing right now yeah, you know yeah. and, and, and if i wasn't interested in what other people were doing i would have never became woodworking yeah. and rob's woodworking because yeah, yeah. i literally went on youtube to watch this guy make that uh Bottle cap opener, and look at what it turned into. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like do you, do you feel you're gonna ever get? I don't know. I don't know if you have a physical place, but you feel that you might get a physical place, like a warehouse. Oh yeah, where?
3: yeah. I mean, yeah. I've I've set so many different goals, and every goal that I've set, I've accomplished it, okay. and I'm and I'm proud of that. You know, I don't want anybody out there to be proud of me or for me. I want to make myself proud, and I want to make myself happy because that allows me. To show everybody else what I was able to do and where I came from and where i'm at i've I've set so many different goals for myself and uh this past decade in, in uh, twenty uh, you know the uh, the teens uh, when I started in 2016 to um, the end of 2019, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish with this woodworking. It started with you know me getting the first chainsaw that I had that chainsaw turned into two more chainsaws that i that I have no I have three now. Uh, I have a little shop in my back house where I live in my backyard. We turned that in, converted that into a little shop right now. That's that's the shop. Um, that turned into some of that money that I saved, and I wanted to start my own clothing line. And I did that. I, I got my shirts, my hats. I started my clothing line. I never would have thought I would be able to have my own clothing line and have people wear my clothes. That's uh-huh. like probably one of the best things ever you can, the, the best feeling you can ever have is somebody taking pride in what you babied yeah and and created and somebody wearing it you know um we did the video the commercial i didn't think that was gonna we did that i met so many awesome people uh dj mugs uh you know all these people that i work with and and i am going to continue to work with right after this you know we're going back to the hustle hustle hard now this is the hustle harder part right after this i'm going to the mall uh to meet with somebody so that we can uh see if we're going to be able to get my clothing line into borders. Oh cool. So um you know there's there's a hustle the hustle uh-huh. you know I uh were um I got the truck. Uh you know the truck was like the heart of Rob's woodworking. I didn't have a truck. I was using my my the uh Honda. My Honda Accord for all that and then I had my wife uh Belle who you know was a big major supporter and helped me with that so that we can get that truck going, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I there's a lot of stuff that I still want to you know do and and the one of the main things is is the uh, the shop um, you know my logo the logo that I came up with which is you know the face and Rob's woodworking uh, I had a buddy that I work with at Whole Foods uh, Robbie he's the one that created the logo and we we, did, we went together and we we um you know mashed it up and mm-hmm. and got some ideas going and we got that logo going and we got that so there I don't think anything you you don't put your mind to and and you know you set it to. There's nothing you can't do. Mm. You can do anything you want to do. You just have to set your mind and yourself to it and get it done.
1: Yeah, I mean... I could i could relate to you in this in, in the sense that like, i have i don't have a clothing line i just have a couple like hats and shirts yeah too. i see yourself it's pretty dope. yeah, yeah. and like I, yeah i feel good when i see somebody yeah, wearing my hat or my shirt i'm like oh man like sometimes for me like i i think i feel the same way like oh man really you're wearing my stuff yeah dude
3: like, it, it, i mean how does it how does it make you feel when you see somebody wearing something that you designed and that that you it's you uh-huh. it's it's your it's your company it's your name it's how do you feel when you see somebody wearing it
1: yeah i feel good
3: i mean i'm looking at your at your instagram and i noticed that you know you're always having people you know if you have a sticker take a picture of it and post it same thing with me when somebody wears my hustle shirt uh-huh. my i mean that whole thing behind the hustle hustle hard hustle harder was i wanted that to be uh, a slogan for everybody because I, I want everybody to to think like that you know what i mean everybody is is able to do that you know what i mean and and it's it's a slogan for life you know and then um when they wear that or you know, they're taking a picture with my shirt or my jacket or or they have a hat of mine or whatnot. Uh, and you know, a lot of a lot of the people that send me these these pictures of the stuff that they wear that they got from me. I mean, where they're doing these pictures it's awesome. I have uh, one of my buddies at work, Carlos, uh, he uh, went, recently went to Disneyland. he took a really dope picture of my jacket my uh camouflage jacket right in front of these trees and you just see the back you know at the back of my jacket with you know the the woodworking logo that i have and then he's looking at these trees and it's awesome and it's like the time that these people take to do these kind of things and they yeah. know what i'm all about and what yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about and for them to do it, it it's it's definitely one of the best feelings ever man i really.
1: thought you're gonna tell me like and he disappeared because you know <laughs> i was like wow that's a amazing jacket right it dude. is man it's, <laughs> it's,
3: it's cool dude that jacket was really awesome yeah i, I didn't think I'd, I'd ever be able to to do that to to create that clothing line but that's definitely one of the things that i've i'm really proud of it's one of the things i'm very very proud of
1: yeah i mean i, I like your work like i told you man I, like i'm still kind of jealous about that table that table's awesome dude man if you ever find a table like that I, i'll take it i'll give you a call man the yeah, minute yeah, heart I really uh, like I'm, it. I'm on the look for
3: the for the next yeah, one yeah yeah
1: it, like that, but what was the the one you did for your mom and your redwood your, the
3: redwood yeah redwood
1: like in the redwood
3: redwood's yeah. nice the black walnut you got to check out that black walnut that matt did yeah, that's yeah. awesome too man that's on there yeah that's man. really awesome I don't
1: know, man well like honestly like i think i'm done with my questions like i don't have any more for you but i do do want to ask you your advice if you could give the listener the, a person that i don't know that's thinking of making their own business or might be struggling and Doesn't have, you know, your I feel like your philosophy of hustle, hustle harder. Like I think a lot of people could benefit from.
3: Yeah.
1: Like a lot of people all they do is complain about their life, but I feel like if they were to push a little bit, they might be they might get where they wanna be. So you know what what advice can you give the listener?
3: Best advice I can give anybody, uh and everybody is something that I've learned uh and again this goes back to music is is one of my favorite rappers sugar free if you stay ready you don't have to get ready that slogan alone right there tells you you know uh don't ever be afraid to you know do something that you've been thinking about go do it you know um there's nothing in this world that you can't accomplish if you don't take the time to learn if you're able to go out there and not be afraid and get things done for yourself you're going to see how many more people out there going to respect you for it um people out there that are struggling i mean i still struggle right now you know i have to i I still work a full-time job and i'm doing this thing as my side business now it doesn't bring me a lot of money it's something that you have to grow and you have to nurture it and make it uh to the way you want it to be and it's and it's a struggle you know every week every day it's a struggle you know i have to be able to um pay all these bills and and help my wife on all these kind of things that i have to do and i still struggle with it sometimes it's it's not easy it's not the easiest thing out there but i go back to my aunt telling me you know one time she said uh you know think positive mijo always think positive no matter what kind of situation you're in think positive and good things will come out of that and and it's true my aunt mary when she told me that you know it it still stays with me to this day thinking positive so anybody out there uh, if you're struggling and uh, you have one job or you have two jobs and, and you know, you're a single parent uh, and you're living in an apartment or you're living out of your car or wherever you're living or what you're, whatever you're doing, put your mind to it. You can do it. I can do it. You can do it. Anybody can do it. it it's all about, you know, mindset and going out there and doing it and not quitting. Don't ever quit. There's, there, that, that should never be in your vocabulary, you know put put that hustle mentality in your vocabulary so that you you can become that person you want to become
1: damn i guess i needed to hear this so man thank you for that i appreciate you like that's some great advice i usually give the same advice when it comes to like people asking me how to start their own podcast and i just tell them, just start it you know like i give them like i got a little guideline and i tell them look i'm gonna send you this like follow this but just don't just start it like don't be afraid of what people are gonna think yeah because like at the end of the day, you get you want to find out if you could do it. You know, right? You, you think if you think you could do it, just go ahead and start it, and that's it. Like it, w- people are gonna listen to it. Your yeah. friends are gonna listen to it because it's gonna be like they're gonna get c- curious about it.
3: Well, and I, and I think a lot of a lot of people are afraid of what other people are gonna think mm-hmm. with it with this time and and you know era that we're in. Everything is all. Scrutinized, everything is being looked at. You know, you're you're not your privacy is not there no more. So you're if you're putting something on Instagram, you're putting something on YouTube, or whatever it is, you're being looked at, and you're gonna get the haters and you're gonna get the people that are, that appreciate it. And I actually appreciate more. The people that don't like my stuff the people that say hey i don't like what you're doing or what you're doing is not good or you can d- you can do this better or whatnot because those those people those haters those people that don't like what you do or or scrutinize you or something for me not for anybody else but for me those are the people that make me a better person because i learn from that i love being criticized i love being told hey you didn't do this right you can do this better or i don't like what you're doing because it looks like junk or whatever it is i love that i love my haters Mm. without haters i wouldn't be who i am and where i'm at (laughs) you know a lot of people want you know if you look at uh you know people's instagram they you know oh i got like a a thousand likes on this or i got a a a thousand hits on this video whatnot and then you see the people out there gary uh, Vanderchuk is awesome because you know i follow him because he's the kind of person that really reminds me of exactly how I am I don't care whether I get all these people watching myself or not watching it or how many followers I have or whatnot you know what I mean it's about me putting something out there if somebody's gonna appreciate it they do if somebody's not gonna appreciate it that's fine also you know but I'm doing it for me you know And I, and it's it's been able to allow me to grow more to respect myself and also respect other people out there you know what
2: I mean
1: yeah well I mean don't I, man just follow him all right so um before before we end it i do give you the option like i know there's your life is you know you just turned 41 right yeah 41 so you've lived through a lot and you experienced a lot so there's probably things that i haven't touched on that i didn't touch on so is there anything that i might have missed that you want the listeners to know about you or about your business um no, we touched on a lot of stuff, man. I mean,
3: we could we could probably sit here for hours, bro, yeah. and keep going at it, man, because there's there's a lot of stuff. But I mean, we'll we'll probably save that one for the next one. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. We definitely got to do well. You know, do one with the video cameras or whatnot. Yeah. But uh, I would just say, you know what, to anybody out there, just follow yourself, man. Don't be afraid to, uh, you know, do what you want to do. Make yourself happy. Don't try to make everybody else happy. Make yourself happy. If you can make yourself happy. You'll see how other people are gonna appreciate that more than you trying to make them happy. Try not to make anybody happy. Make yourself happy. Make yourself proud. Yeah, yeah. Do it for do it for you.
1: Yeah. And I think that that that's a great advice for like people that get go through depression. Yeah, man. Because like just if you worry about what other people are thinking, that you're gonna live, you're not gonna be happy. But for the, for
3: the longest time, I did that. You know, yeah. that was that was definitely one of my things. That it, and and I think as as you're a, you know a, a young kid growing up. You know it's so hard to um disassociate yourself with everybody out there looking at you and scrutinizing you and especially in high school man i know in high school it was hard it's like people are looking at you how are you dressed who are you hanging out with what do you look like and as you get older and you start to go through the things and you see you know who really is your friend i mean I honestly dude I, I had two friends that i was that i still have uh, that are my one of them passed away. Uh, a good amount of years ago is my best friend Eric and then my other best friend that I have, Augie. I've I've known Augie since uh, sixth grade. We've been friends from sixth grade. And that goes to show you you know who your real friends are and how many people you're really gonna you know do you really care to think you know what other people to think about you don't even worry about it i know it's hard for these kids out there some of these that might be listening you know that are in high school or whatnot to be like i have to you know get all these likes on social media all this kind of stuff but it's not really about that i mean if, if I'm, i want anybody to take anything away especially if it's the young youngsters out there is to like i told everybody worry about yourself take care of you mind your own business take care of you and as you take care of you whoever else is out there that needs help help them out because it's going to come back to you that's what it's about it's not about you uh trying to make that other person happy or make other people like you don't try to make other people like
1: you well there you guys go man like if he's leaving proof that you could get out of it uh a better you know a better person by just staying to yourself and worrying about yourself but at the same time if you see somebody needs help
2: reach help out, them out. Yeah. help them
1: out all right well um before we end it I, we gotta know your plugs where i mean where people could find you how people could contact, contact you to like you know book you for a event or just yeah. to get on your pieces
3: uh main main source of contact would definitely be my uh my instagram so uh at robs woodworking r-o-b-s-w-o-o-d-w-o-r-k-i-n-g, R-O-B-S-W-O-O-D-W-O-R-K-I-N-G. Uh, phone number to reach me at uh, which is my cell phone business number 626-374-3114 you can also reach me on my email robswoodworking79 at yahoo.com we're working on that uh, uh, website coming up hopefully this year so we're working on that getting that going Uh, but yeah check me out man anything you guys need with uh, woodworking furnishing any kind of your events definitely check out my clothing line it's really cool stuff um uh, there's a lot of stuff coming in 2020 so uh you know keep a lookout
1: yeah keep a lookout and i'm pretty sure man i don't know well i don't know like i said at the beginning like it turned me out how much like my girl would really really like your work and i'm pretty sure we'll be working together pretty <laughs> yeah, soon man <laughs> when yeah, you yeah. get married give me a call it man just turned me out. like i haven't proposed anything but like we've been talking about it and yeah. like
3: so, I'm there, man. I'm not going anywhere, yeah, man. I'm not far out. from you, dude. El Monte <laughs> and, and San Pedro are not far from each other, man. Yeah,
1: huh? yeah. Well, actually, you have family in El Monte. They right. own a business over there. Uh, okay. I don't know. Uh, Siete Mares, I think.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's right there by me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. right off of Peck Road, man. I'm okay. not far from there.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, but before we go, you guys already know I like to play a game called Seven. So, for any new listeners, seventh is the award association game where he's gonna choose a category and based on the category I'm gonna give him some clues so it's called sevens because it's gonna be seven questions and you can have seven seconds for each question so it's gonna be a total of 49 seconds so each second is a point so the longer you take the less points you'll get alright so right now it's a new year this is the second episode of the year so um I still haven't decided what the price is maybe it's gonna be those lemming underwear alright so maybe we'll 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 see at the end of the year i always change my mind so um very easy go go for something that you feel not only you're gonna be good at but also i'm gonna be good at because if i don't know how i would um how to give you a clue for a certain topic then i'm just gonna cost you points all right so try think like just by the conversations we've had or the conversation we had and just by looking at me or talking to me how what I might be good at it, all right. So the categories are general movies, TV shows, celebrities, music, sports, Broadway, food, animals, the 70s, the 80s, and 90s, the 2000s, and their corresponding music, stand up, superhero, music, hip hop, movie, horror, movie action, movie, comedy, movie, rom com, mo- movie, award winners, football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. All right, so we're gonna play this twice, all right, and you're gonna keep the high score, all right so what category do you choose
3: so just when i walked in and i first thing i heard when you put in that that music was was some some hip-hop in there (laughs) so music
1: hip-hop man (laughs) all right well i don't know how good i am but we'll see we'll find out together all All right. right three two one um it's a hispanic band um that's all i know lighter shade of brown no it's similar to it though um Cyprus oh. um. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't know who this is. Um, it's a. Yeah, sorry, man. Wrong category. <laughs> Um, LL Cool J's like popular song, like about hitting somebody. Uh,
3: Mama said knock you
1: out. Uh, um, Easy E, Dr. J were in this group. N.W.A um it's a soul musician i don't know any songs from him i know maybe r&b keep sweat uh close um he has a three on his hat all the time he's from uh, chicago the rapper all right well we didn't i didn't do so good so you got six <laughs> that's not bad all right so it was the soul, de la soul oh de la soul so i'm it is a hispanic no or, no oh so there you <laughs> go that my, and then um, ghostface killer
3: oh man that's one of my favorites man damn I don't know any songs oh i just it's funny because i just actually downloaded his, his newest album and one I, of the songs on the condition is awesome
1: i i i, I think i was singing uh, nice <laughs> <laughs> that's coolio yeah I, I think i know
3: a little bit more about hip-hop than you yeah <laughs> yeah you do
1: too. that's what i said like you have to be i mean we have to kind of connect so. all right ed lover Okay. I don't know who that is. Yeah,
3: he's he's, uh, he's a Ma- a rapper.
1: Mama said, "Knock you out." N.W.A. Curtis Blow R&B. Oh yeah.
3: Okay, Curtis, not R&B. That's that's a rapper too.
1: Oh, uh, how is it? How is it going to be R&B when this is a hip hop category? That's strange. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm a dummy <laughs> and chest rapper. Right? Yeah. So, um, now I'm gonna choose for you. So we're gonna do general. Right? Cool. So it could be anything in this room, my face, any little movement, a shape, whatever. All right. right? Three, two, one. Um, you go to the hospital, a person sees you, not the nurse. Receptionist. No, the the main one.
3: The RN. No. The doctor.
1: Um, the African-American president. Barack Obama. Um, not walk, like when you want to go Run. faster. Pace. Um, you're a man and a wolf. You're a...
3: You're a lion, a sheep, a, uh... A, a man cub. and a wolf. No. man and a wolf. A werewolf.
1: <laughs> um it's a place in Europe the, they have a soccer team Beckham's from here
3: uh Barcelona no uh,
1: Beckham but okay uh, when like when you work too hard you, you go go to sleep you're tired well, you rest. have to know like you don't go to work you go on a vacation um not these but like when you go outside and it's really sunny you Visor. put on you put on your
3: shades glasses
1: man we I really stuck at this today so you got ten. Oh wow! So the first one, I think I did okay. It was doctor, okay. like not the RN or not the nurse, but the like doctor. The main one, yeah. doctor Barack Obama. Run. The one you got stuck is werewolf. Yeah, not, not a man and not a wolf. Right. England. I sucked at okay. that one, but I think Becca would have been a good clue. Soccer team, and you don't go to work. You work too hard. You go on a vacation, vacation. and sunglasses. So ten. It's all right. Dude. I mean, it didn't mean anything. It was just to have fun. I don't yeah. know if you had fun. That but was cool, man. There we go. At least the listener probably had. I hope so. Some laughs. <laughs> all right. So that's going to be it. But before I go, I just got a reminder. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Just look up. Let me know pod. You can listen to the podcast pretty much anywhere that you listen to. Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. You can find my merch at teespring.com and my hats at Synesthesia Boutique all right guys thank you guys for being here today thank you guys for taking time off your day just to spend it with us and like always man thank you guys for letting us be part of your day i guess So next time we'll see you bye